1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals
0: one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: Hello folks, you're all very welcome back to the talk from the terrace. On Celtic Fanzine TV and also available on audio on the Celtic Show podcast. Today I'll be chatting to Norwegian but Irish-based Celtic fan Renny Hansen. Uh, Renny, it's your first time on the on the show. Uh, good pals, uh, we travelled uh, together in a taxi from Murphy's last week to uh, Celtic Park. And one thing you told me in that taxi was that if we didn't win. On Thursday night, that we would face an uphill battle in Norway. So, firstly, can you just give me your thoughts on last Thursday night?
0: Last Thursday night, it was a big disappointment, of course, because I felt Celtic didn't turn up or Buda Glint have done their homework properly. So, but it was a big disappointment, of course. There was a big disappointment.
1: And one of the things, Renny, was you know, we spoke. Um, on towards the about Bode Glimp being in the pre-season um, the strength of Norwegian football how well they done um, and but we were confident and we were second best then for 90 minutes
0: yeah no, uh, as I said firstly they have a very good manager, and he obviously he does his homework properly because it didn't look like a team that was off-season when they met us, but the work rate they put in, and but the physics and the way they played, and even they have lost nearly half of the team from last season. He looked for players that can go in and do the same thing for a role. He doesn't, they only look for, so... No, but I was disappointed and I was surprised. I, I didn't expect Buda to be so good because I saw them four or five games last season in the Norwegian League and they was good they're really good and of course they're league champion two years in a row and yeah it's tells all
1: When you look at the Norwegian League really, and you are probably what the only person that I know outside of Norway that has has a great knowledge of um, the Norwegian League I mean you look at Bodo um when you look at Norwegian football in general where is Norwegian football compared to
0: Scottish football I will say the Scottish league is a little little bit better but as the two top teams in Scottish league are over a season better than the Norwegian team but in the last couple of seasons you can say Rosenborg and Molde have disappointed but with the money Molde and Rosenborg have they should be light year. Ahead of the rest of the league. So, what he have done in Buda with nearly no money is unbelievable. But I will say there's only three teams in Norway that is good now, and that's the Rosenborg Molde and Buda Glimt. And yeah, that would, I would say the Scottish League is better than the Wissens League.
1: And did you? Did you uh... Read up. Um, I'm getting a bit of feedback here, Any Sorry, did you get did you read up on any of the um Norwegian reports from the game?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. It, I, I had to, and and uh, no, the, 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 the Norwegian media, of course, they are very very proud of Fulaglin. But and they said it like it was that Bodiland was far better team. There was, they, of course, they, they put a little bit extra on it. They outplayed Celtic, but I'm not agreeing with that. But uh, the the media is it's uh, it's very positive to to to, to in Norway, and not not only the local media, but the the national newspapers, and and. Uh, they um, they give them broad coverage. It's a lot to read. Them.
1: Yeah, and one thing we did say, Rennie, as as well um, was that you know they they were in the preseason, and maybe naively we were thinking, oh, they won't be as fit as our players, our players, are well into the season. They did they did cramp up near the end of the end of the game. Now whatever it was, play acting or they were they were physically exhausted. They looked a bigger team than us. Um, they, they looked very organised, but maybe. They had been planning for this game for a long time, Well, we have been playing two games a week. Yeah. And maybe Europe isn't our priority. No, so
0: they had the plan for this game for three months. You know, that's the only only game they have planned for. And uh, they spent, they were three weeks before they arrived Glasgow in Mabea, you know, and they played, uh, they were a Russian team and a Romanian team. No, they was well prepared to succeed.
1: I'm disappointed and surprised. Yeah, and and, and then right. So, two charter flights sold out to heading for Bodo. and then I see I see fans now already on some there and some on the journeys. It's generally when I looked at it, it was three flights there and three flights back. Um, it's a long journey. What can what can Celtic fans expect when they uh, get to Bodo?
0: Oh, they firstly they will be very welcome. They, the Bodo people will take care of them, and and uh, yeah, the people is very nice. And uh, but the scenery is spectacular out there. It's it's up by the sea, so you go far north, but you won't get it Baltic. So, I think the middle, middle temperature in this time of year is about zero degrees. And it could be windy, but the scenery, as they will, is breathtaking. If, if, you, uh, if you take a tip around Buddha, then, then, yeah, it's breathtaking. And, uh, yeah, as I said, it's far so north, but it's not the North Pole. If you know what I mean, because they they have the uh, a coastal climate. But if you if you go in the inland, you can easily get minus thirty up there. Or but Buddha is nice. It's uh, i say it's like Ireland on a winter day.
1: And uh, when you when you've done your sightseeing, um, hotels are quite expensive, and it's going to be expensive for a point.
0: I spent fourteen, fifteen 14 15 pounds, or something like <laughs> that.
1: But, but you're, you're originally not far from that area. No,
0: I'm. Uh, we used to say I'm from the neighborhood of the city. It's only 240 kilometers. <laughs> so we uh, we used to go to Buda to watch Buda It's snow on a day trip, only four and a half hour each way. So that's our neighbor. Uh, northern norway 250 kilometer that's next to nothing
1: well it's uh, it, it, it's 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 i suppose it's like going to you know maybe Aberdeen and your bus breaking down for now <laughs> 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 I, I, how do you see how do you see the game playing out Rennie over there it's a plastic pitch plastic
0: pitch and uh, though the, the stadium is sold out but it's it's only 4,600 and there's a 400 Celtic supporters up there so it will be a good atmosphere but I'm not afraid for the plastic pitch we know how to play maybe it's just better you never know but uh, if we score a early goal the, the we can win this game of course we can and
1: and really like well as 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 an said it's, it's only half time and it's going to be it is a tough field trip to go it's it's a tough away game um what what's what's the you said the stadium only holds over 4000 what's what's the stadium like and the infrastructure around the stadium I,
0: it's only uh, one stand i think they have roof and of course they will place so the celtic support there on the stand with no roofs and uh, it's a uh, it's not a nice stadium, you know if you know what I mean but uh, that, that's what they have but it would be a good at- atmosphere it's sold out and it's probably they could probably have sold 8,000 tickets to that game easily
1: so, so the secret behind this team is the manager
0: yes yes and the manager and the way he want to play football and the Cardinals players he bring into the team. And yeah, he, uh, the top scorer they had last season, he was a flop in Rosenborg. He was a big, big talent. And they brought him in, to Rosenborg, and he couldn't do anything. And Rosenborg sent him away to Starbuck. He couldn't do anything there either, but he was still a talent. And then he brought him to Bode, and suddenly he was the top scorer in the league. But he's old. He's away now. I think... <laughs> I think he went to a Russia club.
1: So they made a couple of quid as well?
0: Yes. And they, uh, they sold the, the, the player of the year, Patrick Berg, to Lange in France. They got millions for him. And I think they sold uh, Frederick Björken to Hertha Berlin. You know, so... In Norwegian scale, they are loaded now for a couple of seasons. Because even... I remember when when a couple of years ago Molde went to the group states in Europa League. You know, we laugh of that money but that for a recent club that was like they have money for a couple of seasons. So so they they have a lot to play for, you know honor and the money. Even Conference League money, it's big money in, in the recent scale.
1: But on paper Rennie we, we, we should be able to compete over there and we should be you know it's very important um, force goal.
0: Yeah, if you had a force goal, you know, we only need two goals to take it to extra time. That's the way I look at
1: it. I like your positivity. Now, a lot of fans I spoke to after the game and on Sunday, um, they they see you know Europe as a distraction this year because the Champions League is is waiting for the champions of Scotland this year and the riches that brings. Now, financially, every club needs more money, but Celtic are are, are are in a good position because of the players they sold last year. You know, the interim the interim um, reports suggest that uh, you know a couple of million now in the kitty from the from the Eddie sale and, and the sale of Aya. Now across the city, Rangers have or their Rangers or Sevco or whatever we're calling them now, they have kind of gone for a boom or bust approach um, to to this season and last season and last season it worked for them they're not showing any profits now the sale of that kid to Everton may show something up but you know it's so important it's so important Rennie that we win that we win the league this year because not only will it be worth a lot of money to us but it will you know sink the Rangers even further into um, the financial ab-
0: yeah. abyss yeah and, and in that context of course I always want us to win games but I'm not disappointed if you're not all for a conference league you know it's me, it's it's kind of okay for me in one way I'm disappointed because we lost for a, for a recent team you know I, I will get it for weeks eh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that, that's part and parcel of you know, like you, you were always going to get it from your from your friends back home in Norway.
0: Oh yeah, I got. Uh, that's, I uh, I couldn't be bothered to open Facebook the day after because I knew it was there. I knew. <laughs> Ask me to explain. I didn't want to explain. I only, I, I, I only, I only typed the best team one. That's it.
1: So. Well, I, I, no one could argue with that. Now. Rennie, just, just before we move on to SBL action, can you just give, give uh, the listeners and the viewers a little intro into yourself and, and how, why Celtic?
0: Oh, why Celtic? It's a, it's a long but good story. In, in, uh, in my hometown in the early 70s, there was, you had to be uh, 12 years to get into organized football. And there was one man in my hometown. He thought this was wrong, so he had an idea and he tried to do something. And he started with to write letter to clubs worldwide. Then he asked for tops, and a lot of his club responded and actually sent him tops for teams. So he got tops for Dinamo Kiev, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Ajax, Arsenal. Celtic, you know, and over Suburban, over part of the town, we got the Celtic tops. So every kid in my name, only team we want to play for was Celtic. And every kid I know in my when I grew up, the first football top we had we had off was a Celtic top. So what year would that be? Nineteen seventy two, I think I was picked to the team as a reserve. I didn't get the game. But in 1975, I became lead league champion. Oh, wow. And I have, I, was... I have a diploma in the other room that showed me that. And I remember the last game, we had to beat Real Madrid to, to be, became champions. And you won 2-0. And I remember I scored the first goal. That was back in March or April
1: 1975. Great memories. <laughs> Ah, good memories. They never, never disappear. And then pushing on, then because obviously you went, you went, you went traveling to see Celtic in the seventies.
0: Yeah, no, no. And then you know, in Norway, then it was very hard to follow Celtic because the only coverage you got for for British football was the, the English teams, and it was never Celtic on telly, never. So, but. The Celtic support was always there for me. So when I moved to the west coast of Norway, Högesun, it's a city between Bergen and Savanger, suddenly the Ryanair come to the airport and we had daily flights to London. And then it was easy to get to Glasgow. But it started and we um we, we had Charlie and the boys over in Haugesund. And then Jimmy, Chris said, whatever game you want to go to, only contact them and they have tickets. And of course, <laughs> first opportunity, we went over and for our old phone game. They called it then back in <laughs> was 2009. And then, yeah, we, we spent the weekend there and I met Angie. On
1: and the first trip. First trip. <laughs> and you fell in love. Celtic have a lot to answer
0: for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you be careful to answer a very good friend of mine.
0: Uh, no, that's so, uh, all I uh We had a long distance relationship for two years until I decided to move over. So it's too hard to to, uh, to go and see Celtic, you have to, to uh, spend the whole weekend. So we, uh, we met in Glasgow for two years So during the Celtic Games.
1: So now you're, you're living in your and you have brilliant. you remember of Ergo Bra and you can uh, jump on a bus to any game you want now.
0: Oh, that's so brilliant. I just say I love it to go to sleep in my own bed after a game. You know, I love it.
1: Yeah, um it, it, it can be nice, but um after the, the Dundee game on um Sunday, the flight was delayed with the weather. It was it meant to be eleven o'clock flight, and it was half fun of me getting home and I I said to myself you know the long old days. I I, I wouldn't have minded a couple of points after the game and, and into into a bed in a hotel, but it, it was it was well watered because when when the another late goal after you know we had to we had to we had to dig our heels in on on Sunday Rennie. Mm. You know it wasn't given to us, and I suppose the added pressure even on we, we put on ourselves as fans when the Rangers dropped points. Um, like I watched the game before before you know, to sell the kickoff and it was great, like, you know, and... You know, but, many- but
0: in, in the early days, wasn't that the rule when when uh, when we told when the Rangers missed the day before. Uh, the same happened with us, you know, always, I, but not always. It felt like always that we had a chance not to catch up. We failed, but... But that's uh, a unsafe we never stop.
1: We, we stop and it's finished and we yeah. celebrate. That's the way to do it. Yeah, and like, I suppose we're lucky now that we have um, a stronger bench than we did have, we say, when we played Bayern Leverkusen when, when we almost pulled off a, a memorable um, result in Germany. But, you know, and we probably we're a bit thin on the bench coming to the, coming up to Christmas, but he's brought in four, five, actually five players and, and John Joe, Oh, John John, 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 Johnny Kenny is now back uh, training on grass. He he he's, he he arrived with a little injury, and I, w- I was speaking to Willie McStay on Sunday, and I said, "Well, how's he doing?" And he says, y- "You know, he, you know, he's not a B team player." And he says, "He's he's, he's a first team squad player." Mm-hmm. Uh, and just you know, he's waiting for him to get fit, and he likes what he he likes what he's seen and he, from him, and he likes the report. So. You know, like it's food for thought for this young kid coming in with you know oh. after you know, two years seeing a football at the League of Ireland and obviously when it's an Irish player there's a lot of interest over here. And uh especially with the the slug of connection. So hopefully hopefully Johnny gets in the team before the end of the season or you know, comes off the bench or something because you know, we we have a stronger bench now and that's been proven in, in you know, with these late goals and even against Aberdeen when we were you know we were coasting in the first half mm. but then you know we we had to dig in in the second half and battle yeah no but I have
0: to say the bench that i always when i see the bench it makes me smile because it looks so strong and it looks so strong and it's really no different in quality whatever he, he puts in you know there, there is a yeah there's no subs on the on the bank. There it is actually first team players that sit on the bench and only wait to to, to grab the opportunity.
1: Yeah. And then look, look looking forward, um obviously we hope we well I hope we get a result on in Thursday night. Um for me it's not a distraction. it probably should be because the Champions League and, and winning the league is just you know, it's such a big thing. You know, I, I'm not I'm not thinking about Burken flights to, to Rana just yet. Um, no, but it hasn't
0: been wonderful team. to be the first British team to be in the conference.
1: <laughs> you mean like the
0: European Cup?
1: <laughs> no, but like, like all, all joking aside and like we'll all be hoping Sally win on Thursday night. I don't think anyone when you go when Selleck go on the pitch you want him to win and you, ah, to get, and you don't want any players to get injured. No matter if it's a friendly or a game of tiddlywinks, as Jim Mervin said to me one day, he said, I want Sally to win a game of tiddlywinks. And that's that's how much it means to people. But Rennie, you know, looking forward to the Hibs game now on on Sunday. We we'll be there. Um so yes, you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you um get that. Um, I won't be coming to your hotel room. You, you can you can rest assured, I'm getting a lift, I'm getting a lift from the airport. Um mm. but like it's going to be a tough game. Um, Hibs ha- haven't been firing on all cylinders, but Sean Maloney is starting to see a bit of light. He's under a bit of pressure. It's, the atmosphere is going to be great. How do you see that
0: one going? Overweight. No, No, I, I'm I always optimistic, but if you take player by, player for player, we should beat them, but we need an early goal, as I feel. If we score in the first 20 minutes and... and, and we get them to hunt us it, it it should be a victory for us it it should be but i i always think we win i i have never any doubt no, never any dope, therefore the, yeah. the disappointment is so big when it's not happened
1: yeah well the farm on the range has been you know it's been since we come back from the break you know it's been apart from the bother glim game it's been it's standing,
0: yeah, and, and the football you we know, play, you know, it's so lovely to watch and, and yeah, it's it's no luck any longer. You know, so you don't have to pray. They only let the boys play the way they can play football, and the way ants want them to play, and then we will win.
1: And on Andreni, yeah, uh, now I know, I know you a lot better than our listeners are. Or our viewers and hopefully we'll get you back on because I, I know your love for football and I know your knowledge of football but you know but after the season we had last year like you know Ange came in and you know he arrived on his own and he just it. you know I don't think any of us expected him to turn it around so quick we gave him a chance and he's just been a breath of fresh air yeah um, no it,
0: it's unbelievable so when you compare to last season some, I yeah. Uh, I have to admit I gave up the league pretty early. You no, know, in October, November. You can see that there was nothing. There was nothing to how to explain it. Anyway, I gave up the way we played football and the way everything was with one scandal after the after the other. You know, it, it, it was too much that disrupt us. So and now the way he came in and turned it around and as I as said, no one thought that they could do it so fast, so fast. Oh, it, so yeah, it, it is. So,
1: so two, two, you're predicting two wins this week,
0: Rennie? Yes,
1: I uh, yeah. am. As, as someone said to me the other day, I, ho- I, hope we win, I hope we win in Norway, but um, we get knocked out.
0: So too long.
1: That's so what someone said me. I forget. Someone said that to me on Sunday. But um, now oh, we're, we're looking for two wins, Randy. We're looking to progress. Yeah, but A but winning as, team. as I said, if
0: he score two goals, it's extra time. If he win two 0 it's an extra time. And
1: can can you not see them scoring at home? Yeah,
0: yeah it's depend on us. But uh, we, if we score early, and say, people say that. Look what they did against Rome. But you have to remember, Mourinho, he, does, he, he took his team up to the border the same day they played. And he didn't uh, bother to have a, a session on the pitch before the game. And, you know, some of the, the star players was left home. So he thought it was a, a walkover. He knows it's not a walkover when it comes up there. So, so do you think, think Rennie, he'll, he'll play his best eleven? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So what is the best eleven? With the bench we have, you know, so we will whatever team we put on the pitch is a strong team. No, it doesn't matter if it's a Tom to player or Matt to no, play. No, that doesn't matter. It's a strong team anyway.
1: And then he can make he he can still bring in as good as for the Hibs game, or vice versa. Ah.
0: Of course, but uh, I think uh, Goku Marcus, he will start. We need a strong, tall guy against them. But you can see the, the size of the, the defenders
1: all over the pitch. Yeah. They, look, they oh. look bigger than us. Mm-hmm. So, so there was two from Sunday. Right, you look right. Gokomakis was was you know first touch in the net. You know three first touch goals, excellent stuff. So yeah, he's 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 got the jersey now for, for up front, but. Greg Taylor was dropped on Sunday and he brought um, he brought Tony Rasden back in on the right so like you know fullback wise the, you know does he does he go for, does he go back to Taylor or do, or do you think he sticks he sticks with the, with the Croatian lad I think he
0: sticks with the Croatian or maybe he if you think about the hips game maybe he'll let Taylor play you know you never know, but you never know. I don't know I
1: wish I knew. Well 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 we all we all do. Um no it's 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 a good time to follow you, so I think uh, we didn't get a result last Thursday night, but um I think I think everyone's been in, in, in enjoying the journey, you know. So no matter who plays, as you say, there's, there's strength there on the bench and strength to come in on Sunday. So Rennie, I'll um I'll see you Sunday and uh Yeah. sure. sure we'll talk then and maybe have a cup of tea before the game
0: oh uh, yeah you come to my hotel and I make sure we have a pot of tea done in, in the
1: reception there. No. I'm worried a bit the pots of tea you would be making what's in them right Renny uh, folks if you haven't uh, subscribed to the channel hit the hit the subscribe button there uh, hit the follow button hit the alarm button leave a comment whatever you have to do and uh, thanks very much for watching Celtic Fansy and TV and also to my guest Renny Hansen all the way from Norway but living in Yuri and uh, the the podcast is also available on audio on the Celtic Soul podcast across all platforms so folks enjoy the week hail hail